Hey, this is Dylan Short, host of Locked On Braves, and you're listening to Locked On Yankees. Welcome to the Locked On Yankees podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Stacey Gatsoulias, and I'm the host of Locked On Yankees. You can find us on Twitter at Locked On Yankees, all one word. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Gotts. Please feel free to tweet questions or comments to either account. If you're a new listener, hello and welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. I hope you all enjoy today's show. Well, we have lots of news. Um, I was planning on recapping the weekend, which I still will do, but tonight's game was canceled because the Marlins are a hotbed for COVID-19. Eight players and three coaches, I believe, were affected by it. And where were the Marlins this weekend? Philadelphia. Where are the Yankees right now? Philadelphia. Yeah, I'll have all that news for you. And the recap of the weekend. But first, you can get Locked On Yankees and all other Locked On podcasts straight to your phone in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Yankees. So the Yankees escaped Washington, D.C., having won two out of three. And as Meatloaf always says, two out of three. They won the rain-shortened opener, which I discussed on Friday. Saturday, Saturday was not great. I joked that it was a miracle, like a Christmas miracle in July, that James Paxton made it out of the first inning without giving up any runs, and then the second inning happened. He didn't even make it out of the second inning. He gave up three runs on five hits. He walked one, struck out one, and had to be taken out. So his ERA for the season right now is A bloated 27. The other not great thing about Paxton's outing is his pitches were not fast. They didn't really have movement, and that could be a problem. Maybe he just needs to warm up more. And I don't mean warming up before the game. I think Summer Camp 2.0 wasn't enough time for Paxton to get ready for the season. And coming back from the back surgery, I don't know. Maybe he just needs another start to get going. But he needs to get going, because if he doesn't, the Yankees have a problem. The rest of the pitching staff, well, okay, they had issues. (laughs) Michael King pitched three and one-third innings. He gave up four runs on four hits, including a home run. Ben Heller gave up a home run. Luis Avalon gave up a home run. Yeah, that's not great. So Washington wins 9-2. So the Yankees headed into Sunday's rubber game with Patrick Corbin staring them down. And Patrick Corbin did really well. The Yankees didn't do anything for the first seven innings of the game, and it looked like they were going to leave Washington, D.C., having lost two out of three. Thankfully for the Yankees and for Yankee fans, yesterday was Glaber Day. It's Glaber Day! Now, the Yankee scoring didn't start happening until Patrick Corbin left the game. That's how well he was pitching. Then Glaber Torres hit a solo shot off Will Harris that made it 2-1. 
And in the eighth inning, he hit what turned out to be the game-winning RBI single against Sean Doolittle that put the Yankees up 3-2, and they would hold on to that lead to escape D.C. winning two out of three. Luke Voigt is the one that tied the game at 2-2 with a home run of his own. The newly slimmed-down Luke Voigt, who looks unrecognizable at the plate. I know I've been saying this, but it's so true. When you look at him and you see how baggy his shirt is now, it just, he looks like a different player. On the pitching side, Jonathan Loisica started the game. He pitched three innings, gave up one earned run on a home run by Trey Turner. He struck out three, walked one, gave up two total hits. David Hale, Adam Adovino, Chad Green, Tommy Canely, and Zach Britton all pitched. Canely got out of a bit of a jam in the eighth inning, and he struck out three batters and was pumped up. In the ninth inning, pinch runner Emilio Bonifacio was nailed at third base by Gary Sanchez. Gary! And then Zach Britton went on to close the game and the Yankees again, 3-2. As I said in my preview with Josh Neighbors of Locked On Nationals, I wanted the Yankees to win two out of three. I mean, I would have liked for them to sweep, but I wasn't expecting a sweep. And as ugly as Saturday's game was, it's just a loss in the loss column now. We should worry about Paxton. Again, because his velocity was down, that's not a good sign. And like I said, it could just be a matter of him needing more time to get into game shape. And I know some of you are probably thinking, well, he had all that time during quarantine, but it's different to practice pitching without live hitters. Summer camp was not that long, so it could just mean he just needs time to warm up. Let's hope that's the case. Let's hope that we're not going to hear about him being shut down for any period of time. Now, speaking of being shut down, the Yankees will not be playing tonight thanks to the Miami Marlins having a COVID-19 outbreak. And thanks to the Miami Marlins for having a team meeting and deciding they were going to play, even though they knew people were sick. What are you doing? Christy Ackert of the Daily News said something pretty smart earlier. She said, why was it left up to the players whether or not they were going to play? Players are conditioned to want to play no matter what. You always hear about guys who play through injuries. You know, they put themselves at risk just to play sports for you. And now these guys are putting their lives in danger to play sports. It's the stupidest thing ever. Freddie Freeman had COVID-19. He had a 104.5 fever. He prayed to God that he wouldn't die. Eduardo Rodriguez of the Red Sox now has something wrong with his heart because he had COVID-19. There's no joking around with this illness. Sure, it doesn't affect everyone the same way, but it still affects people in a bad way, and it doesn't matter if they're a baseball player or not. Freddie Freeman and Eduardo Rodriguez are proof that this isn't just something that's like the flu. Some players are testing positive and they're asymptomatic. Good for them. Other players aren't. That's the risk here. And you don't know who's going to get it and be asymptomatic and who's going to get it and have to be put on a ventilator. That's coming next. In a few minutes, I'm going to let you know what Major League Baseball said about the Marlins situation, but let's talk about rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. 
Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same auto parts? Go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Now let's switch gears pun intended, and talk about CBDMD. Because it doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover offers CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters the most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBDMD has to offer, they're offering all of our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKEDONMLB for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. Two games were postponed tonight, obviously the Yankees and Phillies, and also obviously the Marlins and Orioles. They're not going to have the Marlins play when eight of their players have tested positive for COVID-19. So the Marlins and Orioles, Yankees and Phillies are being postponed because they have to conduct additional COVID-19 testing. The players from the Marlins are self-quarantining in place while they await the outcome of those results. And Major League Baseball has been coordinating with the MLBPA, the Marlins, the Orioles, the Marlins weekend opponent, the Phillies, and club medical staffs, and will continue to provide updates as appropriate. The Yankees-Phillies postponement was out of caution because the Marlins were in Philadelphia over the weekend. So the Yankees would have been in the same clubhouse. Again, they need to scrub that thing down. (laughs) I don't even mean to laugh at this. It's just ridiculous. Obviously, I've been saying all along that I didn't think they could have a season because people will keep testing positive and it'll get to the point where even the guys that they have in different places to replace players in case they get sick are also going to get sick. I saw a tweet earlier that nearly made my eyes stick in the back of my head because essentially this person was suggesting that Baseball should replace major league players with minor league players and just let them play. Um, Does this guy think that minor league players are immune to COVID-19 because anyone can catch it? And as I stated earlier, it doesn't matter how healthy or young you are, you can still get it and have it be bad. 
Earlier today, the 30 owners of baseball teams had a meeting. This is what I was waiting for. This is why the episode was late, because I wanted to see what was happening, and I wanted to get you all of the information that I could. So they chose not to cancel the season, but there was also no significant alternate plan for how to proceed with the season as it's happening. So the Miami baseball players currently in Philadelphia are going to be allowed to travel to Baltimore for games on Wednesday and Thursday instead of self-isolating slash quarantining for 14 days, which is what they usually recommend. I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, this is a mess. And I don't think that baseball is really prepared for this. Also, don't be surprised if you see a number of players begin to opt out now that COVID-19 is spreading. Baseball is also dealing with some star players and significant injuries. Corey Kluber is going to be out for a while. He has a tear of his Terrace Major, which I don't even know what the hell that is. And (laughs) Justin Verlander has a forearm strain, which... If you're like me and you hear forearm strain, you think Tommy John surgery. So I don't wish this upon Justin Verlander, obviously, but that's not a good sign. Now he's downplaying it because the first news that came out said he was going to be shut down for the season. And that was wrong. He said that that report was erroneous and that he's shut down for a couple of weeks and then they'll see from there how to proceed. So back to the Yankees. You know, last night I had an outline, figured out what I was going to talk about today. Obviously, I was going to recap the weekend and talk about all the moves the Yankees made because there were some moves that were made over the weekend. And then the news came out today about the Marlins players being sick. Then the Yankees-Phillies game was postponed. Then it was said that the owners were going to have a meeting. People were thinking maybe the season would be canceled, but we should have known that that wasn't going to happen because the owners want to make money and they don't care if people get sick, apparently. With Aaron Judge, Aaron Hicks, and Giancarlo Stanton all being healthy right now, the odd man out was Clint Frazier, so he was optioned to the site in Moosick, Pennsylvania after Saturday's 9-2 loss. Boone said that Frazier handled the demotion like a pro, but it was still a difficult conversation. Boone said, Clint's ready to be an impact player in this league. There's no doubt in my mind. Unfortunately for him, he's blocked right now with a lot of good outfielders, which when you think about it, it's a good problem to have if you're the Yankees, but it's not a good thing for poor Clint Frazier. So the corresponding move was that the Yankees recalled right-handers Brooks Kriske and Nick Nelson. They were active for yesterday's game against the Nationals. And those moves had to happen because the bullpen was spent because Paxton only lasted one inning on Saturday. Miguel Andujar made his first major league start in left field on Sunday without incident. So good for him. But he's also a player that's blocking Clint Frazier. The Yankees have a lot of outfielders. Aside from Hicks, Judge, and Stanton, although Stanton will probably mostly be a DH, you also have Brett Gardner, Mike Tockman, and now Andahar. So yeah, it's it stinks that Clint Frazier is the odd man out. I've said this so many times, but I love his bat speed, and you saw it in that home run against the Mets last week. But Boone said that he hopes Frazier will keep himself ready while he's in Musick, which he probably will. He's a professional baseball player, and that he'll be ready if the Yankees need him. See, and that's the other thing. If Clint Frazier does come back to the Yankees, 
that will mean that someone big in the outfield is injured again, and you don't want that. I wish there was a way for the Yankees to be able to carry, you know, 10 outfielders, but they can't. Last week, I was kind of sort of complaining about the extra inning rule, and we got to see it in action on Friday night in Oakland, and the first player to start on second base in extra innings was Shohei Otani of the Angels, and he and he was immediately erased from the bases <laughs> after the A's made a really good play to get the runner running to third. So it was kind of a dubious start for that rule, but we saw it in action during the Mets-Braves game on Saturday, and the Braves took advantage of that rule by scoring three runs in the 10th inning. As I mentioned a couple times during last week's shows, the Yankees pitchers are not happy about this rule. So my advice to them and the rest of the Yankees is to win all your games in nine innings. Seems simple enough. So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to remind you that you can subscribe to this show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Himalaya, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Yankees. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. Enjoy your Monday, which is unfortunately an unexpected off day, and I will talk to you all tomorrow.